If you were at the end of your life and you were reflecting back over your life and you wanted to give advice to the people that you love the most and you were going to spend one day with them, what would you say? Today, we are going to discuss how we would want to be intentional. We're really here today on the Love Works podcast, taking our cues from John Maxwell, who's a very famous author and speaker who asks that question frequently when he is starting his messages. I'm in studio with my husband, Chris, who is the founder of the Love Works organization and also the lead pastor of High Point Church. Chris, really, the answer to that question leads us on a great path to make our lives very purposeful. And that's what I love about John Maxwell. He shares three overarching things that he strives to do every day. Let me say this first about John Maxwell. I've heard him speak for years. I've read so many of his books. The man has written over 60 books and sold over 19 million copies. So he is an incredible communicator, a true authority on leadership. But what is so remarkable about the topic today. We're going to talk about valuing people today. And I have heard John Maxwell give this talk three times, really in about 18 months. What's so amazing is all three times I thought it was great and I knew what was coming next. So what I want to do is I want to take this great truth that he presents and be able to give it to you so that you can apply it to your life. So there are three things that he says we should do every single day. Number one, we should value people. Because, listen, most people feel undervalued. Don't you see that to be true in your interaction with people? Absolutely. I just came from a group of women. That is a struggle that almost all of us would relate to. The first, we've got to value people. The second, we believe in people because most people feel the need to prove themselves. They're always trying to get someone to believe in them instead of operating from the foundation that someone has already believed in them. And they're just simply becoming who they already are. And then third unconditionally love people because most people feel conditionally loved. What we want more than anything is to be able to love them with the love of God and that they experience unconditional love. But today, we're only going to talk about one of those three. Today, we're going to talk about valuing people. Even as you go through those three things and the narrow focus of just valuing people, all of us would go, oh, of course I value people. But if we're honest, It's not the norm. It's not what we automatically do. It has to be something that is very intentional. Why is that the case for us as human beings, that this type of thing of valuing someone doesn't come so naturally? There's many reasons, but maybe the most obvious illustration of this is if I were to show you a group picture and you are in that group picture, the first thing you do is look for you. And if you look good in the group picture, It's a great picture, regardless of how bad everyone else looks, right? We naturally value ourselves in that way, love ourselves. And what God's constantly trying to teach us to do is to love others before we love ourselves. In this concept, valuing people, it's not automatic. It's automatic that we value ourselves. It's not automatic that we value others. And we have to just look at that as well and understand that typically in all areas of life where we want to grow, growth is not automatic. Everything worthwhile in life is kind of an uphill climb, right? Nobody gets uphill accidentally. But there's an incredible truth here that we've got to learn. Everyone has uphill dreams. But the problem is this. Most people have downhill habits. Everybody has uphill dreams. But the truth is 
most people have downhill habits. And so we've got to replace those downhill habits with uphill habits. And we've got to replace valuing ourselves first with valuing others before ourselves. We've got to be intentional about that because if we're not intentional, then we fall back into the downhill habit, into the bad habit of simply thinking of me, myself, and I first. Even just that visual image looking at a picture. In the mail yesterday arrived a picture that we had been waiting on. It was a picture when we had the opportunity to go down to the George Bush Presidential Library, and President Bush was there. And so we had a picture taken with him, as did everybody else going through the receiving line. And it was of you and and our daughter and myself and President Bush. And you're right. When you open it up, the first thing you do is you look and go, do I look good? Do I look bad? I hope this picture is a good one of me. And maybe that can be just an image that we can carry with us, not only through this podcast, but as you think about really putting into practice what we're talking about today is what if everywhere you went, you were not looking at yourself and through your eyes, but you were allowing yourself to see others begin to retrain our habits in a way that we begin to value people. When you talk about seeing others, it's also important for us to understand that more times than not, people, when they think about success, success is about me. And I make success all about what I desire, about what I want to achieve, about what I need. But there's a radical difference between success and significance. Success is about me. Significance is about others. And when we think about biblical success, this is what's different than the world's definition of success. Success is always about others. It's a servant leadership that you're serving others. So we have to understand that selfishness and significance are incompatible. Those two do not go together. The way that you become significant is you serve others. You value others. You put others before yourself. I really don't think we can overemphasize how important what we're talking about is today, because really both in you being a light in our culture, in our city, in proving that love works everywhere we go, that's important. But also to go at the end of the day, what is it that I have been able to do to make a difference? And honestly, it starts with one-on-one. -on -one. It's our relationships with people. And in order to have healthy relationships, you're going to need to value people. That's the only way you're going to even earn the right to be able to have a place in their life. So as we talk about it, there are five essentials to adding value to people every day. The first one seems so simplistic. It's every day I value people. How do you just do that and make that change? Yeah. When I hear you say that, I replay the image in my mind of John Maxwell saying that because he's always got this big smile on his face and he just states the obvious and he just kind of pauses and goes, well, isn't it true? Value people begins with every day. What do I do? Every day I value people, right? So the foundation of is we have to look and go into the life of Christ. What did he do every single day? He simply valued people. You don't add value to someone you don't value. You have to begin with respecting people. You have to begin with respecting that every single person, whether they are a believer in Jesus Christ or not, is created in the image of God and that God values them. Really, if we just look at four primary teachings of Jesus, the great commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second's like the first, what? Love 
others. Love your neighbor as yourself. And what are you doing when you're loving someone? You're valuing them. And then he says the new commandment, just as I've loved you, love one another. You are valuing them. When you love someone, you are putting them first. When you love someone, you're putting their value before your value. The golden rule, treat others as you want to be treated. That is valuing them first, their preferences before you. And then the great commission, go into all the world and make disciples. What's a disciple? A learner and follower of Jesus Christ. What are they learning how to do? They're learning how to love God and love people. They're learning how the ultimate expression of their life is that they value people because they understand that people are created in the image of God. If we are all honest, it's easy to value people that you like. We can all be very guilty of going into a room and seeking out that person that we want their affirmation, and we will be flattering and hospitable and take time with those that we want something from or someone that's already affirmed us. And really to come at this with integrity, really what we're being asked to do is to value every person, that there's not that person that is not good enough to value. That's a contradiction right there. For us, if we're going to be like Jesus, we've got to add value to all people. And when we do that, we find value in people and it requires some time and energy from us to find the value. And there are some people that you might say, well, maybe they not lived a very valuable life. Well, they're valuable because they are created in the image of God. It's our privilege then to pick them up. It's our privilege then to come alongside and help them believe in themselves and help them begin to even value themselves. So what we've got to realize is that when you look at the religious crowd back in Jesus' day, the religious crowd did not like the people whom Jesus valued. They criticized him because what? He would value the category of people called the sinners and the tax collectors because, see, they weren't sinners. And if you interacted with the sinners or if a sinner touched you, you became unclean. And no, actually, the people who were the furthest from God, the people who were the most unlike God were the people who liked God the most. When I think about this just in practical everyday life. You get the largest return on investment when you value those that have been marginalized. Just spending a moment with someone who usually feels marginalized, the return on that and what difference it can make is often so much greater than the people we normally go and have our conversations with and try to flatter. There's no greater feeling in the world than making someone else feel important. When you take some of your time, some of your energy, some of your money, just your simple smile and your eye contact, a personal touch, and you give someone else that feeling of importance. That is an incredible expression of love in valuing them. So I don't have the deep John Maxwell voice. Every day, I think of ways to value people. (laughs) Well, you do. Every day I value people and every day I think of ways to value people. Doesn't seem that complicated, but it's so important. He is actually being intentional to think about ways to do this. Because it's so natural. What do we do? We think about ourselves. We think about what I want today. We think about what I need today. 
And he's simply saying, I set aside time to not think about myself and to actually think about others. How many times in our day do we get frustrated because things aren't going the way we want and we're not accomplishing as much as we thought and we're behind schedule and all of those things? If we would insert these types of intentional opportunities, how much that would actually just change your own personal disposition for the day to go, you know, my project deadline might be behind and this might not be working, but I made a difference in someone's life today. I gave someone a smile today. I helped someone feel good about themselves today. So that's good in theory, but is there a practical suggestion of how do you, in the midst of everything else, how do you keep this on the surface so that you're actually being intentional and thinking of these ways? One of the things that we teach frequently is the importance of a devotional time. We call a devotional time a priority time. It's that one priority that determines all priorities. So what if each morning at the end of your priority time, you just simply jotted down a couple of specific people in specific ways that you could add value to them today. If you kept a journal and you just wrote down in your journal and you said, you know what, I know that I'm going to see this person at work today and I'm going to look for a specific opportunity to take time out of my busyness and slow down and have a conversation and listen to them and find a way to intentionally bless them. What if I took a three by five note card and I just wrote those things down in the morning and maybe I even looked at my calendar and I looked at my appointments for the day, and I anticipated that these are the people I'm going to interact with today. So I'm going to write down maybe a couple of ways that I could intentionally value them. And instead of putting the pressure on yourself for doing that for like a solid year, why don't you just try it for a week? And then after you try it for a week and you see the incredible value that you receive from valuing people then you'll try it for two weeks. And once you see that happen for two weeks and you see all the smiles that you bring to people's face and you see how much all of a sudden you become a person that they want to be around and everything about you becomes contagious, then you'll do it for 30 days. One point on our team, we asked for people to let us know their favorite, whatever, place to eat or their some of their favorites. That would be another really practical thing. If, if it's the people in your office or the people in your family or people in your class to just be intentional to notice things and maybe you keep a list of what are those things that are just a little happy or a compliment or something that you would be able to go, okay, I know they really love a caramel frappuccino and I'm going to a meeting with them today and I just want to be an encouragement to them. It's just a little happy, but obviously also it doesn't cost a penny. Here's a great example. So Jenna Lindsay on our team, she works with resources and they have a meeting every week with the production team, virtually every week. I mean, probably she has never missed a week. She brings some incredible breakfast item or some bakery or some pastry. I mean, she just blesses their socks off. I guarantee you she is missed when she is not at a meeting. They love Jenna because she loves well and she values them. All the women who don't like to cook just took a deep breath and a step back. But uh, you can love people and use the gifts that you have to figure out how to be. Yeah, you can buy me food. I'm okay with that. There you go. So not only do you want to be intentional to think about ways, but there's something very active about this. And really kind of the third idea that we want to bring to you today, every day look for ways to add value to people. Can you give us some examples of what that might look like? Yeah, you know, there's a sense where what we talked about before, I'm thinking of ways, I'm kind of planning 
this is the way I'm going to do it. But every day when I'm looking for ways, I'm right there in the moment. I am observing whether this person's had a good day or bad day. I'm observing their body language. I'm observing, do they need someone just to encourage them today? Do they need a pick me up, you know? And there are times that maybe something's not on my schedule, but I make time for it. I say, hey, do you have time for coffee today? Or can you grab lunch today? And it's during that time that I intentionally ask questions to see how I can add value to them. I ask questions, see what I can learn about them. I ask someone now, people love this. People love to talk about themselves and that's okay. Ask them about their accomplishments. Ask them about what they enjoy doing the most. Ask them about their hobbies and look for a way to come alongside and just encourage them, compliment them. Tell them what you see that they're good at, okay? A lot of times we only hear feedback about what we need to improve. People enjoy it when even if they know they're good at it, even if they've been told by others, Everyone enjoys to be affirmed, and that's one of the ways you add value to people. Recently, we were at dinner with a great couple, and we were having a conversation, and the topic came up about how so often in our culture – people don't know how to ask questions of other people. They kind of come in and just talk about themselves, but don't have that self-awareness to be able to just ask a few questions to get the other person talking and for that other person to feel valued. So really, honestly, even something as just taking enough time to ask how your coworker or the person in the cubicle next to you know, how are your kids doing and where do they go to school and things like that, all of a sudden they realize, oh, I do matter to them, and I am a person to you, not just someone you need as a part of the process in our employment. Also, you mentioned this, going to lunch or going to coffee. So rarely do we do that without an agenda, and I'm guilty of that. You know, I schedule meetings when I need to accomplish something, but I'm busy otherwise. But to think about, I'm going to spend some time just encouraging that person and just connecting with that person can make a huge difference. Time is our greatest asset. It's the thing that we need the most, we want the most. And when we give our time away just simply to listen and we give our time away to learn about your life outside of the workplace, we give our time away to value and ask additional questions, not just wait for you to be done talking so that I can start talking. Then people feel that. They experience that. Think about the people that you respect the most. I guarantee you the people that you respect the most are probably good listeners. You're right. You do see that quality. And all of us can become good listeners. It goes back to the same principle with valuing people. If you're intentional, you can become a good listener. It's just deciding that you care, that you want to develop that quality. One of the things that we did this kind of in a practical way a couple months ago, you'd had a sermon series called Shout Out. Maybe you find yourself just in a rut of having a negative attitude. Instead, to be intentional, to look for places to be positive and to, to give a shout out. So that might be another example. Yeah, because everybody enjoys compliments. And also, we have to understand that what is rewarded is repeated. So the best way to get people to do something that is beneficial to the organization, beneficial to the team, that's profitable, that's valuable, is to compliment what they already do. Don't take it for granted. Don't just assume that everybody knows and and don't assume that they already feel valued for it. Give them value. We've talked about being intentional to think about it. 
and then to look for ways really in the more spontaneous realm. And then we've got to move past the thinking and the looking, though. And the fourth principle that we're going to look at is every day I do things that add value to people. First thing I would say there is start small. Don't delay doing something because you're waiting for some big opportunity to do something incredibly special. Just do a bunch of small things every single day, and those small things add up to big things. And the accumulation of all those things adds enormous value to people over time. And so start small and just simply do it. In that realm, I know you said start small and do many things. Man, even if you start small and do one thing, it's yep. that first step. Like you said, it's it's all of a sudden when you realize that you have the opportunity to make a difference in someone's life in such a small way, it's contagious. You're just going to want to do that more. You need to make it your goal each day. You would be the person that at the end of the day, let's take you and I, for example, you always ask me about my day. So the goal should be this. When you ask me about my day, that there was someone that valued me in such a way that it stands out in my mind in such a way that I tell you about that first. Don't you want to be a part of someone else's conversation when they say, hey, tell me about your day. And the first thing they're going to say, they're going to have a bunch of meetings. They're going to have a bunch of other things to do. You wouldn't believe this. But you know what Karen did for me today? She wrote me this note and she just encouraged me and she just left it on my desk and it just made my day. And I think, honestly, that as we are the people doing that, even that the conversation will be, let me tell you how I got to bless somebody today. Absolutely. That, that becomes a part of our conversation as well. One of the other things I would encourage you is when John Maxwell says, every day I do things that add value to people, at the end of the day, when you're kind of reflecting on your day, at the end of the day, when you're getting ready for bed, at the end of the day, maybe you're reading something or you're going to pray that night. Ask yourself this question. Who did I value today? And evaluate your day from the perspective of adding value to people. If you added value to people, it was a great day. And if you didn't add value to people, you know, ask the Lord for forgiveness and say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to do a better job of adding value to people. In the kind of realm of it being contagious, we'll wrap up our podcast for today looking at this fifth principle. And this is something, again, all of us can do every day. I encourage others to add value to people. All of us have our circles of influence. All of us have people that we rub shoulders with, both by modeling it, but also by even speaking about what is it that we can do to add value to our sibling, our friend, our coworker, and allow it to be something that you grab arms with someone and have them come with you and be a part of that journey. When you do this, when you encourage others to add value to people, it's the concept of paying it forward. You're going to build a culture where people... Not only do they receive you adding value to them, but they learn how to give value to others and they learn the principle that's more blessed to give than to receive. So you have just built a culture where people pay it forward and that they enter their day ready to be a giver of value. These movements, you have to understand that incredible movements of God, they don't begin with the crowd. They begin with the individual. And so why don't you be the catalyst that turns your workplace into a place that values people? Be the catalyst in your family that you are going to be the person that stands out and you find the good in every member of the family. And you find a strategic way each day 
to value them. It may be as simple as sending a text. It may be simple as getting something that they like for dinner or something of that nature. But you're going to build a culture by being the one person that does this, that encourages other people to do this, that becomes a catalyst to everybody saying every day, the one thing that I do is I value people. That brings us to the end of our podcast for today. I hope that you will be inspired that you can, right where you are, make an incredible difference in people's lives. It doesn't take more education, more money, or more anything. It takes the desire to make a difference. I hope that you will come along with us on this journey and really prioritize valuing people. One of the ways that we can do that, by the way, is we want to encourage you to come to the leadership. Leadership Works Conference on August 26th. That conference is our gift to you of trying to value you as leaders and give you the ability to build a culture in all of your organizations of valuing others. And so we're bringing some of the best leaders from across the country here to come together for one day, 830 in the morning to 430 that afternoon. Leadership works. And here's why we call it Leadership Works is because leadership doesn't work when it's about the leader but it does work when it's about others. So come to that conference, learn more about how to value people, and you can go to loveworksmemphis.org to register right now. loveworksmemphis.org to register for the Leadership Works Conference. We'll see you next time. 